Welcome back for the first time. I'm Orrin Moore, and this is Two Poems Read and Heard, where I seek to invoke the woe-wow within you, the listener, through the power of poetry. Welcome to the students, high school and otherwise, who are getting into the pod. Poetry should be fun, yo. That's what this is for. So that's what I strive to do with this flow. Uh. Teachers, assign this for homework. It's about 10 minutes and your students might actually do it. The code word to indicate that they at least got this far into the podcast is D's. That's spelled D-E-E-Z. As in, please subscribe to the pod and send to your friends a link to it if you enjoy D's episodes that I make. Hold on. I just got a note from my producer. We have an announcement from our Whoa Wow train conductor. Let's play that. The train to Wondertown is leaving in one minute, so get on board. One minute until departure. Thank you, Mr. Wowow train conductor. So while you gather your things for the trip, some introductory notes. First, I plan to have my second poetry collection published in December 2022. Its title is Broetry, Poetry for the Well-Endowed Man. Buy it for the Wowow poems and for how it'll play on your coffee table. You know it. The theme today is iridescence. The first poem is titled In an Iridescent Time and was written by Ruth Stone. Ruth was born in Virginia in 1915 and died in Goshen, Vermont in 2011. With that type of lifespan, she done saw change you best believe. I also believe she's a master poet and know that she published 13 books. Her house in Goshen, Vermont is now a writer's retreat. I like that energy. Ruth Stone is one of them Google searches worth it. In an Iridescent Time was published in 1959 when Stone was 44 years old. Stone said, quote, The most beautiful videos come from reading poetry, and they're in your head. All right, Ruth. All right. Let's make some of them videos in our heads. The train to Wondertown departs now. In an iridescent time. My mother, when young, scrubbed laundry in a tub. She and her sisters on an old brick walk under the apple trees, sweet rub-a-dub. The bees came round their heads, the wrens made talk. Four young ladies, each with a rainbow board, honed their knuckles wrung their wrists to red, tossed back their braids and wiped their aprons wet. The jersey calf beyond the back fence roared, and all the soft day, swarms about their pet, buzzed at his big brown eyes and bullish head. Four times they rinsed, they said, some things they starched, then shook them from the baskets two by two and pinned the fluttering intimacies of life between the lilac bushes and the yew, brown gingham, pink, and skirts of Alice Blue.
poem titles matter for poem meanings more so than any other written art form. Yeah, I just said that without qualification. Because this poetry art gets to the point but also doesn't, metaphorically circling within its descriptions at times, making the title a guiding light and often being the keynote or reference perhaps a clue if you prefer, that the poet seeks to give the reader outside of the metaphor, description, and overall gestalt of the poem's non-titled text. Pick them powerful, poignant titles well, my fellow poetry pals. I say this all because iridescent means showing luminous colors that seem to change when seen from different angles. Luminous means full of shedding light, bright or shining. So iridescent things shimmer and shine, are luminous and dazzle, and draw our attention away from the daily grind, or sometimes too into our phone when together or alone. Iridescent got some of that whoa-wow now. And then, in the first line of the poem, Stone writes of scrubbing laundry in a tub. With apologies to the great basketball player, Allen Iverson. We talking about laundry? Laundry? Laundry man? We ain't talking about these iridescent sunsets, them views with the sun over the ocean, all shimmering and whatnot, that I live and die for in that poetical sense. Nah, not iridescence. Not iridescence. We talking about laundry. Like scrubbing laundry, man? I know. I know. I'm supposed to be open-minded, but we talking about scrubbing laundry, man. Laundry? Ah, but the ghost of Alan Iverson. This is one of the things that good poems do. Changing the perspective of readers who are ready for suggestion in new ways of looking at common things in actions. Sometimes on something as simple as scrubbing laundry. In this case, the laundry doing that the poet describes makes me think of the centuries that our ancestors washed their clothes by hand. Sunday as laundry day was a thing, like a legit thing, like you had to continually use your hands for hours or at least tens of minutes to wash your clothes type of thing. And so again, good poetry takes us into the world we may not know, be it now or a long time ago. While much modern poetry doesn't rhyme, and I don't like this trend, we do have rhyme in an iridescent time, bringing anticipation for line's end, creating a back and forth, a give and sway, a further cohesion for the poem's way, is why I have a good time with rhyme. Was it good for you? Please be true. You hear that? It's rhyme. And Rue Stone does well with rhyme at the end of her lines in her poem, In an Iridescent Time. Of course, not all good poems rhyme, and not all rhyming poems are good. Yeah, yeah, qualify, qualify. Indeed, one of the dangers of rhyme is the sense of the reader when reading rhyme poetry that the poet and the poem is trying too hard, being too thirsty. 
Maybe sometimes giving it a nursery rhyme, all basic and perfectly on time feel, which is good for first graders, but we ain't first graders listening to this podcast, though first graders are welcome. Everyone's welcome. Share this podcast with three-year-olds. I don't care. I like all the shares everywhere. And remember, sharing this with others releases dopamine. Dopamine. Yum. Where was I? Yeah. Cramming unskilled and overbearing rhymes that break the flow is not good, and Ruth Stone doesn't do that. Instead, Stone goes for an irregular and playful rhyme scheme that works because she worked it. Work it, Ruth. The last word of each line in the poem are as follows and in order. Tub. Walk. Rub-a-dub. Talk. Bored. Red. Wet. Roared, pet, head, starched, to, life, you, blue. Unless you have a hearing problem, you can see that this is not a strict ABAB structure or AABB structure. Though all the lines rhyme with one other line until the final five lines, in which Stone has two lines that don't rhyme at all, starched and life though they almost rhyme with each other and have similar sounds. Starched. Life. That are mixed in with three lines that rhyme together. Two. You. Blue. Providing a pleasant but subtle surprise at poem's end. Like the gestalt of the description the poet gives of these four young ladies, each with a rainbow board, honing their knuckles under the apple trees as simply a part of the world doing its thing, like the bees coming round their heads and the wrens making talk. The poems glide into its cut of breezy and natural, emanates from stone keeping her rhyming chill and full of skill, that makes her seem hydrated and not too thirsty as she steers clear of trying to do too much with in an iridescent time. It is simply this one scene of laundry doing between the lilac bushes and the yew, brown gingham, pink, and skirts of Alice blue. This is the iridescent time, and in this way the title does much and leaves no need for a final twist towards the big picture that some banger poems have. In an iridescent time reminds me to think about Ruth Stone's mother's iridescent time of indeed scrubbing laundry. Yeah, we talking about laundry. And how and why it was iridescent. And two, how I can bring this dazzling and iridescent gestalt to the daily chores and moves that I do and make in my life. Be it folding clothes, biking to work, or walking in the park as night approaches over an iridescent ocean. Let's go. I have lived so long in Los Angeles is a true statement and also the title of the second poem to be read and heard today. 
I wrote it at first on a golf course hours after a good rainfall. When clouds rain down water, the water sticks to the air pollution and actually pulls it out of the sky. Hashtag science. Hashtag adhesion. It is this dynamic I write about that speaks to a more modern, urban, and bittersweet reality of an iridescent feel and vision compared to that of Ruth Stone's in an iridescent time. I have lived so long in Los Angeles that I know that the hours and day after rain are ones to savor with all our burnings for power pulled out of the sky by water the usual lack of clarity made clear in the clarity and the soaking in the brown to make green the gray trees purpling as a tree shades the sun the water on the ferns in the sun iridescent breaking through and away from the hustle and bustle the light clearer than it will be my breath deeper than it can be when the sunshine returns for days that most love who live here and i love it too life's just complicated you know Do you want to be more iridescent? How so? The two poems just read and heard will now be read and heard back to back without commentary in between for those whom it pleases. In an iridescent time, my mother, when young, scrubbed laundry in a tub. She and her sisters on an old brick walk under the apple trees, sweet rub-a-dub. The bees came round their heads, the wrens made talk. Four young ladies, each with a rainbow board, honed their knuckles wrung their wrists to red, tossed back their braids and wiped their aprons wet. The jersey calf beyond the back fence roared, and all the soft day swarms about their pet buzzed at his big brown eyes and bullish head. Four times they rinsed, they said. Some things they starched, then shook them from the baskets two by two and pinned the fluttering intimacies of life between the lilac bushes and the yew, brown gingham, pink, and skirts of Alice Blue.
I have lived so long in Los Angeles that I know that the hours and day after rain are ones to savor with all our burnings for power pulled out of the sky by water. The usual lack of clarity made clear in the clarity and the soaking in the brown to make green the gray trees purpling as a tree shades the sun, the water on the ferns in the sun iridescent, breaking through and away from the hustle and bustle, the light clearer than it will be, my breath deeper than it can be, when the sunshine returns for days that most love who live here and I love it too. Life's just complicated, you know?